Well, good morning. This is Pastor Brown uh, welcoming you to another segment of Stories of Hope from the heart of our community. Uh, joining me this morning is uh, John Simpson, who is our Chief Operations Officer, and Mr. Sheldon McCullough, who is our Director of Programming. Good morning, guys. Good morning. How are you all doing this today? Excellent. Well, we've got a lot going on at KGM. It's a lot going on. John, you want to talk a little bit about the new building and... Uh, we got the new building going up, opening up pretty soon, huh? Yeah, we do. Uh, so we are we are hoping and praying for the end of December. Yeah, we'll have occupancy uh, for the new building. We had a few obstacles there yeah, for a moment mm-hmm. with uh, power, but uh, mm-hmm. they are working full force and put an elevator in this week and yeah. a couple of elevators actually. And uh, paint is going up, and uh, other things are are happening for final touches, and so it's exciting. The, the big cross on the south side of the building, that's going up. If you get a chance, uh, ride by and see those crosses up. Uh, I don't know if they've got them lit up at night yet. yet. Nope. I didn't think they had, but um, I, earlier on, I saw one of them when it was lit up when they were testing them out. And yeah. the board looks looked very impressive. So we're excited uh, to see that going up and, and things get started. And uh, we'll keep the community informed about when we're gonna do that grand opening so you all can come out and celebrate with us. I know that many of you all have been a part of um, a part of making that happen. Many of you all have supported it with your time, your finances, um, you know, to help see us pull this thing together. And so thank you, God bless you, we appreciate you. Uh, so the parking lot's done now. Yeah. Yeah. So the parking yeah. lot is done and, uh-huh. and it's lit up wonderfully. We're very excited about how much <laughs> yeah, light is. Uh, is in that parking lot. If you've seen the ballards that are all the way around it that are lit up, it's a really, really cool look. Well, and that so, was a challenge before, you know, yeah. because there's too many cubby holes out yeah, there and too many right. dark places for people to get into things, you yeah. know. And so now, uh, with that as much light as we have, I'd rather have more light than, right. than not enough. And so. This is really good, but so if we're going to open up, um, trying to get people in sometime toward the end of the year, first part of the year, we're going to be kicking off our new program. Right? Yes, yes. And I know you you put that together actually. So uh, tell us a little bit about that program. Well, it's a year long program. It's going to mm-hmm. have uh, four phases. Um, mm-hmm. We'll talk about the first phase is the life commitment phase. Mm-hmm. And so that's for individuals who are um, kind of unstable right now right. in their life. But it's just a phase mm-hmm. where we focus and we refocus their lives, get them some structure, give right. them some kind of, I, I like to call it uh, preservation, not restriction, but preservation. We okay. keep, keep them on campus uh-huh. uh, for an amount of time. And so um, they just re- take that time and refocus their life, on, make goals where they want to go in their lives. And we help them in that. Um, then the second phase is life change, mm-hmm. where we begin to focus on uh, the things needed to actually make those adjustments. Okay. Um, and then the, se- the third phase is called life ambassador. Mm-hmm. And so by the time you get to that phase, you'll be have a, a solid foundation in Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll know the gospel. You'll know what it means to be a believer. Mm-hmm. You'll have the tools that you need to be a leader in a community. Okay. And then we're looking for looking at you to actually start living out some of those leadership principles and some of those principles that you've learned in the previous phases. Yeah. And then the fourth phase is called life transition. Okay. And that's where we uh, kind of 
uh, dot our I's and cross our T's, mm-hmm. where we uh, make sure that they have all the skills that they need to yeah. live a successful, independent life. Right. Um, and so that's where we're kind of shoring things up. Uh, they're starting to apply for jobs. Okay. They're starting to uh, look for housing. Mm-hmm. So after that phase is over, they'll be ready to go and they'll be able to uh, live an independent, Christ-centered, productive life in the community. Wow. Now, I know, you know, we, we get a lot of people to come through and everything. We still have emergency shelter. I mm-hmm. mean, because some people are not ready to commit, right. you know, to to that type of make that type of commitment. And so uh, but we still have regular, you know, uh, uh, emergency services. Right. Right. So you don't have to commit to all of that in order to be able to stay here because, you you know, you need somewhere to stay. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. No, you can come in. They can come in for the overnight emergency shelter as you are. Yeah. We will take you, you know, in the, in the place that you are currently. Yeah. Uh, and then the goal is to, you know, is certainly to talk to them about what other programs we offer, like our long term program right. and uh, get them connected. You know, a lot of times people say, well, I don't need a long-term program. I can do this on my own. Well, you've been doing it on your own for the last 10 years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and so, um, and I've heard, you know, one time a person said, you know, I don't have a year to take out. Well, you know, you've been struggling for 15. Right. So you you don't think you can take one, you know, like that. And, uh, and, And one thing I would say to our listening audience is oftentimes I find that people that come to us for help, they've already exhausted the family connections, you know, anything, families are a little tired, you know, they've tried everything that they could. And so I would, I would tell our listening audience, if you've got somebody in that situation, encourage them to make that commitment, you know, and, and apply themselves to a program for a period of time, because that makes your whole family strong. You know, we are, so these, these are, uh, these are sons, they're fathers, you know, Mm -hmm. they're, your, their daughters, you know, and, and their mothers, you know, and so they're people who are directly connected with other other lives as well. Uh, Shelton, how important is it, you know, to, to go through the steps? I mean, not just try to do everything all at one time, you know, but to go through the steps and try to, you know, as we talk about redirecting lives. It's important uh, just to go through the steps because change doesn't happen overnight. Um, And there'll be some uh, each phase is kind of built on the other. Mm -hmm. And so by the time you get to phase four, there's going to be some high expectations of you Mm -hmm. that if you just jump into phase four, you wouldn't be able to handle it because you got there's some things that you have to tear off. Mm -hmm. Right. Bible talks about put off the old man and put on the new man. Mm -hmm. And so that takes time. And so um, going through the steps will help you be successful in the long run. It's a uh, short term sacrifice for a long term gain. That's right. right. And so you, you, the steps are just help are, are structured to help you get to that long term. There's some things that have to be removed, uh, that have to be uh, structured, redirected, and that takes a process. Yeah. That stuff doesn't happen overnight. Now we have uh, what, what type of support do you have? Do you have community support? Is all of this done by staff? Um, how can the community or volunteers be involved in the program? Are there any opportunities there? Absolutely. So we have program advocates as well as emergency shelter service uh, staff that help as far as teaching courses. Um, mm-hmm. We actually have some community volunteers that are going to teach some courses as well. Okay. Um, we also have um, opportunities for volunteers to come in in the evenings and to build relationship with program guests, to mm-hmm. do some discipleship, to, to okay. walk alongside guests uh, wherever they're at. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a volunteer right now who will do some substance abuse kind of mentoring. Uh, he's got a history in that, so he wants to 
help in that area. Mm -hmm. And so there's plenty of opportunity just to build relationship and to make disciples or mm -hmm. disciple our guests in the, in the areas that they need. Wow, wow, that's good. So how do so I want to help? You know, I'm <laughs> listening to the program today, and I want to help. How do I how do I connect? So if a person wants to help um, and volunteer in the program, they just would uh, contact our uh, volunteer coordinator, uh, okay. Matt Furrow, and mm -hmm. Matt would refer them to me. We have a conversation. We sit down and talk, kind of mm -hmm. an interview process of what, because right. we want to make sure our volunteers fit exactly where they where they're gifted and yeah. what the program needs. Oh, okay, and um, so. How many people do you think that we'll probably have in the program the first year? And have you started bringing anybody in yet? We well, my, by the end of the year, we hope to have sixty. Oh, okay. Um, in January, I'm 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 hoping for thirty. Okay. Uh, right now, I think we're at about twelve to fifteen. Okay. And so, mm -hmm. um, but we know that because of the restructure, we'll start off small. But as the word gets out amongst our guests and the community, yeah. that the program will grow. To uh, right now, the max is about sixty people. We have sixty spots for people. Yeah. Well, I know a lot of people are more concerned with getting people out of the weather and getting them into a place. Mm -hmm. But um, I think it's more important to have a program. You know that you you have to have wraparound services. Uh, you have to have structure. Mm -hmm. You know because if you don't, then whatever. Uh, you offer is going to be short-lived, don't you think? Yes. You, you ever see anything like that, John, uh, you know, with dealing with our people? Sure. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, they're lo they've lived a life looking for the quick fix. Yeah. That's right. So they've abused alcohol or drugs or sex or lots of other things, mm -hmm. trying to escape the emotion yeah. and the struggle and the trauma that they're working through. Mm -hmm. And so to be able to, I mean, Sheldon spoke to it very well, you know, to be able to begin to show them what, long obedience in the same direction looks like right, right? right how to how to fix some of those root causes so that ultimately the fruit will change yeah they want to change the fruit what, what can I do right now to change my fruit yeah, and they've yeah. got to change the root and so That's as right. they get a hold of that root as the staff and the volunteers do that work then over time you'll begin to see uh, that fruit change and then they'll have control over those urges and and the feelings and the trauma yeah. that has plagued them for most of their lives yeah but you know a lot of them have not only uh, destroyed relationships uh, through addiction and things like that, but they've burned bridges with people who were trying to help them. Yeah. You know, by not committing and not, you know, uh, uh, just sticking with it. And so I think it's really great that we've got a team here. We've got volunteers here that are willing to walk alongside and, 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 you know, get it because it's different walking alongside somebody than, than grabbing somebody and leading them in a direction that they're opposed to. Right. When you walk alongside them, then they're in partnership with where we're going mm -hmm. and they make a commitment all along the way. I think that that is, is so important, you know, when, when getting your life uh, turned around. I know it worked for me. You know, I had people that came alongside me, people that walked with me, that didn't expect me to do it all right, you know, the first time, every time, but, you know, they were encouraging, you know, and um, and helped me walk, uh, walk over. And and we see so many people uh, who are at our, our place today, many of them even employees, you know, now mm -hmm. who have come through our programs uh, in the past. Mm -hmm. uh, do you ever have uh, an opportunity where past employees can come back and talk about, you know, what the journey was for them uh, to have them encourage some of the new people that's coming through. 
Yeah, I mean, one of our the newest advocate that we have is uh, Johnny Rowe. Uh, mm-hmm. Johnny came through the program. Uh, he he yeah. had a case manager. He then he got hired on staff, and then uh-huh. now he's uh, in a, an advocate role where he's actually helping, walking alongside other people who are in the program. Yeah. And so um, I definitely see the results of the program, but also how uh, those who go through it can actually build the kingdom and right. actually have a role to play yeah. um, in building, continuing to build the kingdom through their yeah. experiences. Yeah, you know, sometimes life beats them up to the point that they feel like they're always supposed to be on the getting help end and that they're never worthy to be on the giving help end. And so, uh, you know, when you can walk them through and get them to a place where they see, now I've got something to give, Mm -hmm. that's got to do something for the self-esteem. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Johnny's a great guy too, man. I uh, saw him this morning and, I mean, just always smiling. You can tell he's happy to be in a good, solid place right now, Mm -hmm. you know. And uh, and I'm really uh, encouraged by the amount of support that we've got coming from the community, our churches and everything. We recently had a gathering here uh, at um, the Air Zoo Mm -hmm. last night. And uh, tell me a little bit about that, John. Yeah, so it was a first-time event for us. So we had a staff had a dream of taking uh, our guests off off premise. I mean, they eat meals every day with us, and so the dream was to take them off campus somewhere and provide them a really nice meal and a program and have activities for the kids. And yeah. and so we partnered with uh, Radiant Church uh-huh. and uh, went to the Air Zoo and uh, had a meal catered by Radisson. Wow, uh, kids were able to ride all the the rides at the air yeah, zoo yeah. and you heard lots of screams and laughter and, and, uh, that was great. And pastor Tim brought a message and it was good. Everyone left with a gift and, uh, just heard so many good reports of just how good of a time they really had. Yeah. I was amazed at the number of people that were there. I don't know if we took a head count, but I know it was four bus loads. Yeah of guests. Yeah, 175. 175 Plus volunteers, guests. so it was 175 guests. Yeah, yeah. plus volunteers. And yeah. I also heard that the Radisson did a really, really great job yeah. of supporting and uh, their generosity, yeah. you know, in helping pull that off. So it was a partnership. Yeah. This is the kind of thing that can happen yeah. when the community comes together, you know. And I know oftentimes we get letters about people wanting to know how can they help. Well, we have staff here who are always fielding ideas and everything. You may have ideas. Uh, your church may have an idea. Give us a call and see if we can't work that out. We love partnership, partnershiping with churches. I mean, these folks, they, they don't belong to the gospel mission. They're our guests while they're here, but they're part of our community. And I think it takes a whole community to come together and help get their lives redirected, get them back, and show them that their self worth. You know, uh, this morning uh, at chapel, I ran into a young lady who was there at the uh, Radisson yesterday. She was so excited, you know, that somebody mentioned her name last night and just talked to her, said something good about her. And she was still riding on that cloud, you know. And so when we can come together and do those kind of things, I just think that it, it helps uh, everybody all the way around. I think the other benefit to that is it, it helps all of us see how you can have a good time that glorifies God That's rather right. than, than, you know, being in your sin and your struggle, but that there can be laughter and fun and exactly. memories that all are healthy and yeah, good yeah. for us. Right. Yeah. 
and everybody just last night, I just saw them uh, when I left. I just saw everybody just having a wonderful time. I know the kids were at the uh, Air Zoo riding on those rides, but it was a ride for me trying to get home. You know, I, I rode that sled down, uh, down Pen uh, what is that, Portage Road, you know, through town. And, uh, and that was really something. But yeah, just those type of things coming together, those type of events are all um, something. You don't have to do it alone. You know, we can help and we can help each other. And so I think it just comes off well. Um, it, it does my heart good when um, I'm walking through the mission and I see somebody, someone that may have been here for a long time, you know, and they are, they, you look at them and they look a little bit different. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just something different. You talk to them and it's just something different about their conversation. And you know, they're coming around, you know, and uh, they're grateful. You know, most of them are, are very grateful uh, that somebody just saw enough to, they wanted to invest in them. Uh, what type of things do we need for the program? Right now it's uh, volunteers. Okay. Um, uh, right now, um, because of our staff um, and, and the, the structure of the program, because it's not just nine to five, it's uh -huh. 24 seven, so right. it's residential. And so yeah. we, we definitely need some volunteers here in the evening okay. uh, to build relationship with people. Uh -huh. um, and also, you know, we're gonna be doing um, um, rooms we have our own residential area for right. directly for programming and so mm -hmm. you know blankets and pillows you know some nice stuff, some yeah, stuff yeah. That, that we can put on beds and things mm -hmm. like that um, but the, the top the priority would be the volunteers okay so right now the program is in is uh, is where where, where are program people right now? Right now, program uh, people or participants actually share housing with our emergency shelter guests. And so okay. they're, in the, they're in the dorms. Um, but after that, they'll actually be pulled out of the dorms and they'll actually have their own dorms okay. that won't be in emergency shelter services. So That's they'll have good. their own area that will be solely dedicated to programming. I know they're looking forward to that. Yes. Now, is that going to be that whole second floor hallway or is it just the front end or just oh, the whole thing? It will be the whole second floor hallway. Um, okay. We'll have rooms for families, women, and then uh, men on the other side. As well. And when we talk about the whole second floor hallway, we're talking about the second floor uh, above the building that was finished in 97 right. where, the, where the cafeteria is Correct. that building that building yeah. okay so then we'll be able to do what on the second floor of the men's building well we'll be moving let's see we'll move gs uh -huh. into the dorm okay. and then we'll be able to move the dorm upstairs okay, and so good, everybody good. will be in a more comfortable sleeping situation okay yeah all right man i'm excited just to see this open up mm -hmm. and see so much stuff getting done yeah. you know you know and i think it's great for the community um it is. I mean, it's just great for Kalamazoo. Yes. You know, and so uh, I just appreciate the fact that God has put us here. Mm -hmm. We've got so many great partnerships uh, with churches and businesses mm -hmm. that are uh, helping make this happen. It's not Kalamazoo Gospel Ministries all by ourselves. You know, no. Uh -uh. This we, we, We're the stewards of the property here, mm -hmm. you know, but uh, God is just using so many people to make this happen. So if you hear something, uh, you want to be involved and you want to uh, pledge your support or whatever, give us a call. You can reach us at 269-345-2974. That's 269-345-2974. As for our volunteer, co uh, volunteer coordinator, that's uh, Mr. Matt Farrow, and Matt can get you plugged in. Or you can uh, just talk to someone about uh, how you can help financially, you know, uh, to be a part. Or if you've got ideas, we'd love to hear those as well. You can go up on our website 
at www.kzoogospel.org. That's www.kzoogospel.org. And uh, open positions, if we have any at the mission, they're posted up there. Events that we have coming, speaking engagements that uh, we may have on the calendar. But you can get most of your information up there. And if you still have questions, give us a call and we'll be more than happy to try to help, uh, you know, get you directed in the right direction. Um, so what are we seeing? What What's on the horizon for this year? Do we think, are we still just trying to get our footing from coming out of COVID or, or are we ready to just take off running? Where I'm, I'm ready to take off running. I don't know. About, you know <laughs> I think everyone else is too, but uh -huh. I, you know, I think this year will be, uh, will be significant for us to uh, steward the new building. Well, yeah. get our processes in place mm -hmm. where people go and how they get there and, you know, mm -hmm. uh, comfortable and using our community rooms and intake rooms right. and all of those, and then launching the program. And so I think it's a lot of new this year yeah, uh, yeah. that will take some time for us to, to be able to do it well and with excellence. Uh -huh. And yeah. so, you know, excited that the team is, is executing, you know, in their planning for that. And mm -hmm. then it's, you know, there's always something when you get there that uh, yeah, yeah, you know, oh, yeah, needs to yeah. be tweaked. And so, but, you know, we look forward to doing that. But you know, none, none of this stuff, as I said this morning, none of this stuff catch God by surprise. Right. You know, God doesn't wake up and go, oh Jesus, what are we gonna do, you know, no. You know, it doesn't catch him, catch him off guard. And I think that it keeps us on our toes, you know, because then we gotta say, okay, God, what direction are we going in? You know, what are you doing? And, and you'll find that something that is perplexing to you this week, will be the perfect fit to a puzzle right. you start seeing next week, mm -hmm. you know? So don't get excited and don't get, uh, don't get caught off guard and everything and get, you know, just don't, don't worry about it. You know, God's going to bring it all together if we trust him and, uh, we believe in doing that. Well, you guys are doing a tremendous job, man. I tell you, uh, I can't tell you how many times people come up to me and tell me what a wonderful uh, staff that we have. And I know you guys are leading in that. And so um, I appreciate you all and everything that you do, you know, and um, I, I just think our community is blessed because you guys are in place doing what you do. I, I get the credit for a lot of stuff that happens at KGM and oftentimes I don't know what's going on. My team is really doing uh, doing things and uh, my job is to run interference and make sure that nobody's blocking their way uh, as they try to um, help people get to that place of wholeness. Uh, before we close, we're about at the end of our program. Before we close, I'd like to pray for both of you. Is that okay? Please. Well, won't you pray with us? Father, we just give you praise and glory and honor, God, for what you're doing here at KGM. Just, uh, just all the many opportunities, God, that we have that you're giving us uh, to bless the people that you're sending to us. I thank you, Father, so, for so faithful a staff as both John and Sheldon, God, the tremendous job that they're doing. Father, I just pray that you continue to bless them, give them insight, discernment, God, give them creative ideas, God. And I, it is my prayer, God, that everything that we do collectively here is a ministry, God, that everything that we do gives glory and honor to you. And we thank you for it. We praise you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you all. Thank you for joining with us for this segment of Stories of Hope from the heart of our community. I'm Pastor Michael Brown, and we'll see you here at the same time next week. God bless.